What's going on, guys? Sumi here with ThoughtCast. And today I'm going to talk about toxic situations. Whether you're in a relationship, whether it's a workplace-type relationship that you have, or whether it's just a friendship, how do you win a toxic situation? And a lot of people ask me this question. This is like probably one of the most requested topics out there. I'm in a toxic relationship. How do I get out of it? And the truth is, you leave. You walk away. But there are a lot of you out there that are unwilling to leave, that have this unhealthy relationship with this individual, this unhealthy attachment, I should say. And you're not willing to let go of that relationship. You're not willing to walk away. Some of you are in it for the volatility because you actually like that. You've defined the relationship in itself as something that you are actually attracted to. And this is something that's more so deeper rooted within you. And you have to really dive deep in your own psychology to understand why you're attracted to this individual. But for all of you in there that are in this toxic situation right now, I'm going to tell you how you win a toxic situation. And it's not good. What I'm saying here is not what your therapist is going to tell you. What I'm saying here is not what your counselor is going to tell you. What I'm saying here is actually not the best advice. It's just a how-to of something that you should probably not do. So this is educational only, right? This is strictly for educational purposes. But let's get into it. You're in a toxic situation. How do you dominate it? This person is gaslighting you. This person is manipulating you. This person is making you feel terrible. When you're dealing with people that are toxic or narcissistic in nature, right, they're really devaluing you. They're denying the relationship. They're love bombing you after. That volatility is a very important part of the relationship. And they hover around. They stay around even when the break happens because they still want to maintain that access to you. And that access keeps those emotional triggers in place. It allows you to re-trigger all those emotional feelings. And so you're never actually able to get over them and detach in a healthy way. This is how toxic individuals stay on top of the relationship. And they leverage the relationship, meaning that they care less than you do. And because they know psychologically that you care more, they know that you're not willing to walk away. They know they're able to control the situation and they know they're able to say things to you that hurt you because you care more. Your opinion of yourself is highly determined by their opinion of you. Your internal emotional state is regulated by their treatment of you. You guys have a bad argument. You have a bad day. Your whole day is ruined and everything is good between you guys. You're enjoying that little moment of peace and everything is absolutely wonderful. If you're in a relationship with the highs are high and the lows are low, then it's probably a toxic relationship. And I'm here to tell you that in order to win the situation, you don't win by being healthy. Yes, I said it. You do not win a toxic relationship by being healthy. And does that mean that you should become a toxic individual and do it? No, it's not what I'm saying here. But in the context of this video, that is actually how you win. You can only win a toxic situation by being more toxic. And this is the most messed up part of what I'm saying here. You cannot win a situation where someone is negative towards you by being positive because negativity will typically win. In the battle of good and evil, this is the most messed up thing I'm going to say. Evil will typically win initially because evil is willing to do things that good is not willing to do. Think of it in a very you know hypothetical scenario, right? Evil person, good person. This good person is more so reactive because this good person is willing to not go the length of the evil person, right? The evil person is willing to kill, steal, rob, hurt people. And they're able to be proactive in this vulgar action. They're able to kill somebody. And the good person would never go to that length. Now he has to react to whatever is going on. So in the battle of toxicity versus healthy, toxic is going to win initially. Unless that healthy person is so determined and so grounded, they're typically not going to win by being healthy. So what do I mean by this? Think of it in another scenario. If you're in a bar and somebody gets in a fight with you and this person is trying to fight you, you cannot win by saying, hey, let's calm down. Let's have a conversation. Like it's not going to work out for you. But if you pull out a gun and say, whoa, 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 I got a gun here. Relax. Let's go outside and talk about this. That's how you're going to win. In a situation when a police officer is trying to arrest somebody, they de-escalate with the threat of violence. Hey, I have a gun. Put your hands up. Freeze. They de-escalate with a gun. That's why police officers and law enforcement officials have those weapons on them at all times to be able to utilize it to de-escalate a situation, right? There's a lot of other things I can say about that, but in the context of this video, that's why they have it. And if you look at the U.S. Army, 
What they tend to do is they tend to set up a U.S. military base in a country, a U.S. embassy, so on and so forth. They don't go to a country and say, hey, we would like peace with no military behind them. The U.S. Army has so many strategic relationships with countries because our military spending is larger than the next 25, 26 militaries combined. The U.S. military is a superpower, and that's why we're able to strike up deals with a lot of nations because of the threat of violence, the threat of force, and the dominance that we have. If you want to win a toxic situation, you have to dominate the situation. You have to display to that person that, hey, I can do it way worse than you. But I'm not. That's why we should chill out and be cool. And what this does is it causes you to become a toxic individual. And it may cause that individual to psychologically resent you because you have beaten them at their own game. It may cause an uproar or a protest from this individual in the future. But for the moment, you're going to dominate that situation. And what happens is that there's a power struggle. So at the end of the day, what I'm saying here is that it's never really a good idea to dominate and to win a toxic situation. The best thing that you can do is walk away. It's very hard to keep your head above the water where you're trying to be toxic for this individual, but you're not actually becoming toxic internally. Trust me, I have done this. When you're dealing with a girl that doesn't want to listen to you, that goes out, that parties, that does petty things, or a guy in a relationship where he'll talk to other women when things are not going well, you can play with the fire. You can fight fire with fire. You can beat him at his own game. But you've got to understand a part of you is going to die when you do this. A part of your soul is going to change. You're going to become a person that you don't want to be. And the person that you become is someone that's not going to make you happy. So when the situation's controlled and everything's calm and you have everything put together, you're still not going to be happy with who you are and what you have.